0: What if I told you that everyday, ordinary events could teach us extraordinary, eternal truths? Would you believe me? Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Set Your Mind Above podcast. I'm your host, BJ Sype. I'm a Christian, a preacher, a husband, and a father. In this podcast, we take everyday, ordinary events and explore how they can teach us extraordinary eternal truths. I'm so glad that you joined me for this episode. Now, let's open up our minds, our hearts, and our Bibles together. You might notice to begin with that it is Wednesday and not Tuesday, and so I ask for your forgiveness as this podcast dropped a day later than usual. It's been a very hectic and crazy week with a lot of things outside of my control, so thank you for your patience. I find all kinds of inspiration for this podcast. Of course, usually it's through my own personal experience, daily Ordinary events in my life that teach me profound spiritual truths. Other times, I find inspiration through many of the listeners of this podcast that share their stories with me. Today happens to be one of those podcasts. Earlier this week, I received a notification on my phone that my dear friend and sister in Christ named Deb Johnson had shared a post on my wall. Now, Deb is not the type of person to overshare everything. When she speaks, you know it's going to be good or important. I was naturally very curious, so I immediately clicked the link to find a short video clip of a man speaking on stage. At first, I thought perhaps he might have been a comedian because his first few comments are pretty hysterical. But as I listened further... I found myself on the edge of tears as I watched and listened to this man share a powerful lesson about his newborn daughter. I want you just to listen. And then when the audio is finished, we will come back and make some applications from it. For those of you that are just reading this transcript and not actually listening to the podcast, you'll have to just click the following link To be able to follow along with us. Without further ado, here is that video clip.
1: Um, Me and my wife were looking at some old home videos recently of our youngest daughter being born. I'm gonna show you the video. Not her being born, because my wife would be like, You doing what? We got some conflict we need to talk about. So it's a video of our youngest daughter being born. I took this video. The video you're about to watch is a video I took, but I didn't understand the power of it until I watched the video. So let me set it up for you. She's like two. And a half minutes old. My daughter's two and a half minutes old at the time. And um, they got her under that little chicken warmer at the hospital, the little <laughs> thing to keep the french fries warm. I don't know what kind of insurance we have, but that's what they got her under. <laughs> and the nurse is about to clean her up, and she starts to cry. I want you to notice what happens when she hears my voice. Look, I'm right here. It's okay. It's okay. I'm right here. I'm right here. We're doing just fine. It's okay. It's okay. I'm right here. Right here. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay, baby. Yo. So that was pretty powerful, right? Now, now it's like seven, seven and a half minutes or so later. The nurse is done cleaning her up, and she starts to cry again. I speak up, and she stops crying again. But I want you to notice what happens when I tell her I love her. Okay, getting... Portland. It's okay. it's okay. It's good. It's good. It's good. I'm right here. I'm right here. I am right here. I love you. I love you. I love you. Yeah, I'm right here. I'm right here. It's okay. It's okay. So here's the thing. There's going to be times in life where it feels like you're going from conflict to conflict to conflict. Or maybe you're just full of fear because of all the uncertainties right now. The key thing to do in those moments is to be still and listen for the Father's voice. Be still and listen for the Father's voice because He is talking to you. And what He wants you to know is that He's right here. He loves you. All you have to do is open your eyes.
0: I'm not crying, you're crying. (laughs) But seriously, how powerful was that? This little girl had just come into the world, and yet even from a few minutes after birth, the sound of her father's voice was a comfort to her. Knowing that her father was there, speaking to her, and reminding her that he loved her, though she didn't know it yet, is what brought peace to her, calmed her cries, and is when she finally, for the first time, opened up her eyes. I almost didn't feel the need to make that much application today because the lesson has already been shared with us by this man. All of us, every single one of us, have felt like that small child who has just been born. In our life, We have experienced seasons of uncertainty amidst a new environment. We have experienced pain, fear, or hunger. Just like that newborn child, perhaps we don't even know who we are or what lies ahead of us. How do we find peace in these moments? How do we find guidance to navigate life through so much pain and uncertainty? Well, before we open our eyes, Jesus says that we need to open our ears. In John chapter 10 and verses 1 through 5, Jesus would teach, Truly I tell you, anyone who doesn't enter the sheep pen by the gate, but climbs in some other way, is a thief and a robber. The one who enters by the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens it for him, and the sheep hear his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought all his own outside, he goes ahead of them. The sheep follow him because they know his voice. They will never follow a stranger. Instead, they will run away from him, because they don't know the voice of strangers. And again, he would go on to say in verses 14 through 16, I am the good shepherd. I know my own, and my own know me. Just as the Father knows me, and I know the Father, I lay down my life for the sheep. But I have other sheep that are not from this sheep pen, I must bring them also, and they will listen to my voice, and then there will be one flock, one shepherd. Jesus truly is the good shepherd. We live in a world with so many voices, don't we? We are constantly bombarded by voices from the news, voices from pop culture, voices from our peers, voices from our schools, voices from athletes, voices from our family, and the list can go on forever. We can quickly become overwhelmed as we try to decipher whom or what to listen to. Sadly, many of these voices do not speak truth nor do they have our best interests in mind as they shout loudly who we ought to be. And yet among these great many voices is one that sets itself apart from all of the others, the one voice that we must look to for peace, the one voice that we can trust that will calm us and guide us, and that is the voice of the Father but how can I know the voice of the Father? The answer to that question is perhaps much simpler than you think. What I am about to suggest might be taken by some as controversial, but I want you to just humbly consider these thoughts as we move forward. We do not need to worry about how we will know the voice of the Father, because He has clearly spoken to us through his son Jesus. We read in Hebrews chapter 1 and verses 1 through 4, long ago, God spoke to our ancestors by the prophets at different times and in different ways. In these last days, he has spoken to us by his son. God has appointed him heir of all things and made the universe through him. The sun is the radiance of God's glory and the exact expression of his nature, sustaining all things by his powerful word. After making purification for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high. So he became superior to the angels, just as the name he inherited is more excellent than theirs. There was a time long ago when God spoke audibly to people, just as clearly as you're hearing me now through your headphones or speakers. However, God no longer speaks to us in this manner today. So how can we listen to his voice? The text tells us it is through his son Jesus. Jesus would go on to tell his apostles in John 14, verses 25-26. through 26. I have spoken these things to you while I remain with you, but the Counselor, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and remind you of everything I have told you. The words that we read in Scripture are not the words of men but they are the words penned by men inspired by the Holy Spirit. They are the words of Jesus. We can know the voice of the Father when we not only open up our ears, but open up our eyes and read the will of God in Christ Jesus through his word. Consider also what Paul would write to the Thessalonians in his first letter to them, the second chapter and thirteenth verse. This is why we constantly thank God, because when you received the word of God that you heard from us, you welcomed it, not as a human message, but as it truly is, the word of God, which also works effectively in you who believe. Do you want to know the will of the Father? Pick up your Bible, and you will know what God's will for you through Christ Jesus is the question remains am i willing to listen to his voice and i pray that you will because the message that he is speaking to you is powerful that he loves you and that he wants you to be his child 1 john chapter 3 and in verse 1 see what great love the Father has given us, that we should be called God's children. And so, we are. Thank you for tuning in for this week's episode, and I would invite you back every Tuesday for a brand new episode each week. If you haven't already, be sure to find us on Facebook for occasional announcements and special video sessions. If you have benefited from this podcast, please, if you're able to, be sure to share it with someone else that you think could benefit from it as well. Until next time, know that I love you, that God loves you, and may we all each and every day set our minds above.